Hello, hello, and welcome back to Art House Garage, the snob-free film podcast where we make art house indie, classic, and foreign cinema accessible to the masses. I'm your host, Andrew Sweatman, and today we're looking at another 2020 film, On the Rocks. There have been some new and emerging filmmakers working this year, like Kitty Green with The Assistant or Chloe Zhao with Nomadland, both of which we've discussed on previous episodes of this podcast, but there have also been some well-established directors adding new entries to their filmography. Directors like David Fincher with Mank, which we discussed a few weeks ago, or Kelly Reichard with First Cow, which we plan to do in a few weeks. Today's film falls into that second camp of filmmakers who have been working a while and have built a strong body of work. That filmmaker is, of course, Sofia Coppola, whose previous films include Lost in Translation, The Virgin Suicides, and Marie Antoinette. Her latest film, On the Rocks, was released on Apple TV Plus earlier this year, and that's what we're discussing today. On the Rocks tells the story of Laura, played by Rashida Jones, who has reason to suspect her husband, Dean, played by Marlon Wayans, of infidelity. Complicating the situation is the presence of her father, Felix, played brilliantly by Bill Murray, Felix is an old-school New York playboy who insists that men are incapable of being faithful, and he has many uh, troubling opinions about gender, despite always being the most charming person in the room. When Laura tells Felix that she suspects Dean of cheating, the father and daughter duo take to the streets trying to catch Dean in the act. It's very funny, mostly very light movie, uh, though it does bring some dramatic weight to the situation as well. It's honestly the perfect thing to stream if you've got some extra time over the holidays. It's a crowd pleaser most anyone will find some enjoyment in. Joining me today is filmmaker and friend of the show, James Basham, who loves a New York story and appeared previously on this podcast to discuss Marriage Story as well as The Lighthouse. James was kind enough to stop by again and record this great discussion with me for On the Rocks. Welcome back to the podcast, James Basham. How have you been? Good. Thanks for having me again, Andrew. It's always a pleasure. For sure. I'm so glad to have you back. Yeah, you were saying before you push record that it's been like a year or something. We did the lighthouse back in the day. When, yeah, that was still we did theaters, marriage story. Oh yeah, and marriage story as well. That's right. We have a theme of doing marriage movies. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Here we go. Yeah, this is all about uh, on the rocks, uh, a marriage that's on the rocks. Yeah, uh, yeah that's funny. It's yeah. funny. Marriage story just came up in the previous episode too, or a couple episodes back, I guess. When we were talking about Mank. My yeah. guest was talking about you know film versus digital and uh, marriage story. Was oh yeah, yeah. That was done on film, and you can he was how you can kind of mm-hmm. tell, and he 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 wishes that Mank would have been on film as well. So that that was an interesting point of our yeah. Discussion I remember there. when I was watching the credits. When I was watching the credits for Mank, I saw I saw Red, and I was like, Red, wait, hold on. <laughs> Should have, yeah. And we can listeners can go back to that if they want. But basically, my my guess was like, yeah, he did so much to like imitate film. Why not just do it on film, <laughs> and it would have looked better anyway. David Fincher has the power to do that. Yeah, and the abilities. I don't anyway, know why he didn't. <laughs> yeah so we're going to talk about on the rocks but just before we do i wanted to see uh, i understand you have a film project coming up what can you tell us about it yes okay so um it's i'm on the seventh draft of the script it's this script i've been working on uh it's the my feature film i've been working on and it's a script i've been working on for about a year it's it's gone through a bunch of different drafts and it's if I could describe it anything, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very uh, Howard Hawksian comedy, um, oh, and right. 
Yeah, it's 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 going to be. I I, I'm a, I don't want to reveal any plot stuff right sure. now, but it's uh, it's got it's got some musical numbers in it, which is cool. Oh, uh, cool. And um, there's yeah, there's there's going to be some. It's going to be a very fast paced dialogue uh, comedy, and I'm hoping to start building the uh, funding campaign for it soon. It's called a uh, Ballad of the Westheads. Oh, and man. yeah it's 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 uh yeah i'm b- gonna build the crowdfunding campaign for that and uh, start working on getting funding for it and reveal more about the project sure. as it goes on and yeah um, i think yeah i think it's gonna be yeah it involves you know it's got it's got country music in it singing cowboys oh. it's gonna be a fun time so that sounds super interesting. interesting yeah well please share uh with yeah. me any crowd crowd funding stuff and i'll i'll push it out on art house garage Absolutely. facebook and stuff because yeah that sounds great uh you mentioned something to me yeah. earlier too about um, a blog what what's up with the blog you know this year there was a lot of there 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 comes a lot of anxiety with filmmaking which mm. is i love writing so much and when you know covid happened mm-hmm. and you know we didn't even know you know there was a lot of questions on would life ever be the same and you know a lot of my questions was Oh, would I ever like I I I I love making movies and I want to keep making movies and I love writing. And I was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to create." And so recently I had the idea, why don't I create a blog so I have this outlet I can go mm-hmm. to and it can never be taken away from me unless like the internet does like shuts down forever <laughs> yeah. or something. But it's like an outlet. So I've been creating a blog. It's going to be like a comedy blog. And uh, it's actually on my website. It's going to be on my website, my film website. Nice. And yeah, so I'm doing that. And I'm going to have the, the funding for my new movie stuff information on that website too. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of a creative, a creative hub for myself. Yeah. And a, a way to platform projects and stuff and uh, blog a little. And I love writing yeah. funny little stuff so put stuff on there like that and yeah yeah i i i'm, I'm very excited about um doing that and that's gonna be i'm gonna start really working on the blog soon and then the funding stuff is gonna come out soon so there's a lot of a lot of a lot of lot of stuff on the horizon internet yeah. on the interwebs for the people that's great yeah and i, I agree like 2020 has been such a crazy year that it's been really helpful to have some creative outlet. Like for me, it's this podcast and then kind of keeping something, yeah. something that's kind of normal that I can keep working on. And, and, and lucky for you, you never, you never did the podcast like with people in the yeah, room. So pretty much never, always been remote. I think we're ahead of the game. The first couple I've done in person, but yeah, it works better remote anyway. So there you go. Uh, well, yeah, that blog sounds great. So I'll, I'll definitely link to that too. Once that's going, I can't wait to, yes. to, to check that out. Well, let's talk about On the Rocks. Hi, Dad. Hey, kiddo. Oh my gosh, do you look beautiful. Cliff, how's your mom's hip? Good, thanks. Good. He thinks you're my girlfriend. Right. Been busy? Yeah. Dean's traveling with clients all the time, and I'm just the buzzkill waiting to schedule things. Just, I'm so stuck. So Dean's going away a lot, huh? On business trips? Dad, 
Raise your hand if that sounds fishy. He's not like you. He's a good guy, a great dad. Sure, it's nature. Males are forced to fight, to dominate, and to impregnate all females. interested in me anymore. Impossible. A woman is at her most beautiful between the ages of 35 and 39. Great. So I have many months left. Really? You're back in town. Been busy? Yeah. Got a lot going on. Do you? He should be worshiping the ground you walk on. And if he's doing something dishonorable, you need to know. What if Dean's just busy? I'm in a rut. That's it. I think we should follow him. What? I think you better see him in action. This is your idea of incognito? Coming through! Here's the plaza. This is the place to have an affair. It has the most exits. Exits on three streets. Can you just act a little less excited about this? Because this is my life, and oh. it might be falling apart. I don't know why women get plastic surgery. Because of men like you. Mm -mm. I prefer the factory original. <laughs> yeah, and every other make and model. Thank you. I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> All right, let's talk about On the Rocks. So this is a new film from director Sofia Coppola, and it reunites her with Bill Murray. Uh, Murray plays Felix, who is the father of Rashida Jones' character, Laura. Uh, Laura has reason to suspect that her husband is cheating on her. And so she and her father, who is this kind of larger than life character, decide to kind of play detective and follow him around, trying to catch him in the act. Uh, along the way, we get lots of funny conversations about the way Felix sees the world. Uh, he's kind of a playboy. He, he talks a lot about gender <laughs> dynamics in ways that are problematic, maybe and funny. Um, at the same time, he really wants his daughter to be in a happy, healthy marriage, even though he keeps saying that you know men are not capable of being faithful and, and that sort of thing. Um, so that tension is really funny. Uh, that's kind of the basics of it. One of the things that's I feel like is kind of a defining thing about this movie is that it's set in New York City. James, I think from the mm -hmm. first time I met you, I knew I I found out really quickly you love New York and uh, you can see that in your filmmaking. I think and um, now you live there. So I wanted to see what what do you think about New York City as the backdrop for the setting, maybe compared to other New York movies, or uh, did you enjoy the the New York aspect of it? Yeah, if if you set a movie in New York and there's cocktails and people <laughs> drinking and drinking cocktails at cool restaurants, it's, yeah, I'm gonna probably enjoy it. It's just <laughs> it's something I I just enjoy looking at it. It's mm -hmm. it's nice and. Growing up in Arkansas, New York always felt like this kind of magical world where mm. people popped champagne and drank cocktails and roamed around the city to jazz music. And <laughs> it just, it always felt magical. And I feel like this movie captures that a little bit. Yeah. Like older older movies that I felt very, um, I think about the movie um, Balls of Fire mm. by Howard Hawks. It's like 1941. Okay. And that is kind of the it's like a comedy of manners in new york uh, and i've not seen it this kind of reminded me of that like his girl friday like mm, movies yeah. like that mm -hmm. kind of the cocktail party new york kind of movie yeah yeah no, i agree uh, i think my my point of reference probably is like 
I just felt a lot like Mad Men, like the show Mad Men. I used to watch that a lot. And yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The fancy yeah. restaurants they're eating like extravagant lunches in and that kind of thing. And that's that's kind of the the life Bill Murray's character wants to be living. Uh, yeah, there's just some great moments zooming around the yeah. city in his convertible and jazz music. Uh, and the fact that they're in New York, I think, really does add like a layer of, of fun to to those scenes and to this whole movie. Yeah. yeah. And I think that there's something about, I like the contrast because mm. I feel like Rashida Jones character's life is very modern. And, mm. Yeah. Um, you know, you have a lot of laptops and then at laptops out phones. And, but when she goes to hang out with Bill Murray, everything feels very old mm. New York. And yeah, that's a good point. I'd like, I, I really enjoy that contrast. I noticed that in the movie. Yeah, I didn't think about it in those terms, like definitely in their personalities and kind of their worldviews. But then, yeah, even in the, their homes yeah. and like the, the restaurants he wants to go to, the car that's like breaking down the whole time because it's so old. Like it yeah. has an old school feel to it. And the way he dresses, even he's always in like a three piece suit. Yeah, he's, he's got like the calf when he's in the car. I love it. Yeah, that's great. Well, as we were texting and, and talking about this movie before the podcast, you mentioned that you had some information about like the inspiration for it and a little behind the scenes stuff. I have a little of that info, too. But yeah, share with us um, kind of what you know about Coppola's inspiration for this. So I was listening to uh, her interview on Armchair Expert, mm. Dax Shepard's podcast, yeah. and she talked to, she talked about The Thin Man, mm. which I I love The Thin Man. I haven't seen the other Thin Man movies, mm-hmm. but the the original Thin Man uh, movie is about a husband and wife that solve cases for fun mm-hmm. and like solve detective cases for fun. And it's and I think she, she said she took a lot of inspiration for this because she liked the idea of instead of a husband and wife who solve a case for fun, a father and daughter who solve a case for fun. And I think that she got a lot of inspiration from that. And she kind of, I, I think, like me, I think this is why I connect to this movie, Coppola finds a lot of inspiration in the, you know, Champagne, New York movies, mm-hmm. you know, the fun penthouse films. And um, I think she kind of wanted to do a modern version of that, which is really cool. And yeah. Yeah, so the kind of the thin man, the idea of two people who have a relationship together doing solving something for fun. Yeah. And I like I like that when people in movies are like real people and they do a movie thing, like a solving a case. Yeah. Like it would be really <laughs> yeah. fun to solve a case in real life. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what Bill Murray's character is trying to do. Yeah, he, he has that sense of kind of like, I don't know, fun about life. And you do get a sense of like it's a fun game for him, even though it's she's concerned for her marriage that, that it could fall apart. <laughs> yeah, so, I think a funny that's dynamic too. That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah, I like that he's you know, he's, he's like, this will be fun. And she's like, this is my life. I think that's fun. Yeah. I watched, um, Sophia Coppola on, I think it was Indie wire interview. And she mentioned mm-hmm. that, or maybe I read this in, in our, I read a few different kind of interviews with her about this. I'll find it and link it in the show notes. But she, um, nice. she talked about a friend of hers who basically had a similar situation. She and her father, I'm not sure if it was an infidelity thing, but she and her, this friend of hers and her friend's father investigated something, and she thought that was such a funny thing. She said in the interview that um, she hadn't really seen a 
a father daughter dynamic like that in a movie before and she thought that would be an interesting thing to to bring into this and that was yeah. part of her inspiration for the story that was pretty interesting I wanted to talk about um, Bill Murray in this because he's he's one of my favorite actors. Honestly, I, I really liked him for a long time. Um, yeah. and there's so much to his character too. Like, I think his character in this is really interesting and like i think you're meant to feel probably conflicted about him there's so much about the gender dynamics yeah. that he's talking about um and even the the things he's saying are, are interesting things uh even though yeah. some of the things he's saying are kind of terrible so we can talk about that but i wanted to see um what was your sense of his his performance and then also just his character in this movie well bill murray I feel like Bill Murray has the magic of he can just show up and be Bill Murray (laughs) and it's work. You're going to love like he's if you just if you have Bill Murray, whether it's Garfield two tale of two kitties (laughs) or a a Wes Anderson movie or Tootsie. If when Bill Murray shows up, you're you're going to be excited. And I think in this movie, it's kind of interesting because you have Sofia Coppola who's the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola. Mm -hmm. And then you have Rashida Jones, who's the daughter of Quincy Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And it's two people who do have a father daughter dynamic where they have fathers from an older era of Hollywood, an older time. Mm -hmm. And Bill Murray's character, I feel like he does capture, he captures an older time, a different time. Mm -hmm. And, there's something there, at some points it's magical. Like we were saying at some points it's like, Oh man, that's, yeah. that's, that's not good what he just said. <laughs> but I think that's kind of where the charm is mm-hmm. that he's, he's authentically himself mm-hmm. and his, and her, his daughter dealing with that and trying to, it's almost like she can't even correct it anymore. Cause yeah. it's just like a way of mm-hmm. how he is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I that was a familiar feeling in those moments when he's just like going off the rails and you can tell she's like screaming inside, but like what do you do? Like what can you do in that situation? Like, we've probably felt yeah. that way with people of the older generation before. And I think it captures that yeah. kind of feeling well. Yeah, he's so he's he's so interesting. He's so obsessed with sex and he, he kind of makes no bones about that. He's talking about it all the time. Yeah. He even talks about like the evolution of desire and like the science of that, which I actually yeah. found really interesting, but in the context he's in, it's it's like read the room. This is not the appropriate time to talk about this. Yeah. I don't know if even all of the things he's... he's saying are true, but <laughs> it was an interesting thing. Then he's telling her daughters to like learn to shuffle yeah. and have long hair and, and just Yeah. Very it, it's funny but it's like oh this is yeah the times have changed a lot yeah he just doesn't um, have self-awareness that like this is not appropriate yeah. to talk about in this conversation and um yeah i think there's a really f- moment i notice every time when she's like picking up her daughter from dance class and bill murray is like with her and bill murray tries to like put on this charm for the dance teacher yeah and the dance teacher and rashida jones are both just like "Uh, okay bye like the dance teacher is like what is this old man doing like why is he it you can see like in certain modern modern settings his his old ways are not yeah working yeah it's so interesting because he he's insanely charming like over the top charming and that's he's bringing the bill murray charm to that in this role but then he uses that in ways that come off as really creepy and yet in those kind of moments where he just like is being obviously kind of 
making not not making advances exactly but like clearly he's open to that and he's kind of putting himself out yeah. there in that way and it's uh yeah it's inappropriate and then he, the things he's saying too about um he, he's always like, oh men are dogs men men can't be uh faithful to one woman for their whole lives and he's like just t- going on and on about yeah. that and and rashida jones's character laura is is laughing it off and trying to like and i think we as the audience are like maybe in your time that was like an accepted thing but like times have changed like yeah. really are times have changed but at the same time rashida jones is like internal fear of like what if he's right what if my husband is cheating and i think it, it balances that yeah. tension really well like you can see that in her performance and understand how yeah. she's feeling uh even though we feel some disgust at what what bill murray is saying but yeah i think it's it's a nicely yeah. complex uh kind of thing and i and i do think i think only bill murray could play this kind of role mm-hmm. in 2020 yeah oh, because yeah. i feel like because it's bill murray you feel safe you, mm-hmm. you don't he might be saying some things that if another old man said it, you'd be like, uh, yeah. but cause Bill Murray's saying it, you're like, that's eh, Bill Murray. <laughs> he's, he's saying it with charm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's in, it, what it does too. That my, probably my favorite scene in the movie comes kind of later on. They have all these conversations over the whole thing. There's a lot of just dialogue and I think it's all really well written. And, um, mm-hmm. he talks about the first time he remembers seeing her as a person when she was a child and like that was that, yeah. that thought was a beautiful moment and he, he tells this story yeah. and and he just like suddenly i realized like you're a little human like you're a little person with your own um your own desires and your own life you know and i can yeah he says uh, you have the quote and he just says and there you were i saw you and like he had obviously he'd known her since she was born but like in that moment he saw her and that that yeah maybe it's the parent in me but i was like that <laughs> that really like hit in a way that um, I definitely yeah. have those moments with my kids where I just like see them as a full person uh, where I can in, day yeah. in and day out, just be like, okay, these are the the little humans I have to take care of, you know, <laughs> but then have like those moments. Yeah. Of connection, and also yeah. you are a part, you're a part of their story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That too. As a, mm-hmm. as a, you're, you know, parents are a part of every human story, no matter what. And I think that's, yeah, that that is a really beautiful. That is a really beautiful. It, see, that's the thing. He'll have moments that yeah. he says some very beautiful stuff. And I, so I think the 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 thing this movie does really well is that it almost gives us that experience about Bill Murray. Like we can see the charm, we can see the the gross things about him, but then we can we kind of see him as a full person too because we yeah we he there, there's some things where he talks about his uh, his internal struggles and. Um, especially like his marriage with Rashida Jones' mother, which ended a long time ago, and he, he cheated on her. That, that's yeah. like an open fact. Um, and he talks about kind of what he was going through emotionally at that time. And I think it does. It just helps you to see him as a person, which you know is what a good screen Humanity. good screenwriter does is is show those those yeah. human things. So I think it does that really well. And I think Bill Murray nails that. Yeah. The other thing about Bill Murray is that he has, I mean, early on in his career, it was all comedy 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 and he's so good at that but then as he got older we started seeing this more serious and like in lost in translation for instance also sofia coppola yeah and i think this movie kind of gives him both of those things in a cool way like he gets to be big and funny but then he also can can have those serious moments too so yeah. i appreciate the movie for that as well he's got a good you can get a good close-up on him looking sad and then mm. he can tell a hundred stories on his face mm, yeah from just look the the he he's got a natural raw talent as an actor and not a lot of performers have this which is they can tell a story on their face Mm -hmm. 
without doing anything and that's yeah Yeah. especially as he's gotten older you can just see yeah he's got a a storied face yeah that's probably a good way to put it well what do you think about um rashida jones in this she's really central to this film uh it's probably the most screen time Mm -hmm. i've seen of her in anything i think Uh, are you a fan of her outside of Mm -hmm. this and what did you think of her here yeah yes i i'm a i i really like rashida jones and also she's um She's partners with uh, the lead singer of Vampire Weekend, Ezra Koenig. I didn't know that. And I'm a huge Vampire Weekend <laughs> fan. Me too, I didn't know that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so already, you know, I'm already Team Rashida because she's <laughs> with with Ezra, and I love I love Vampire Weekend. But I've always been a fan of her. I thought she was she's great on The Office. Mm-hmm. I think she was great on Parks and Recreation. I think she was great on um, what is she in the she's in the Social Network. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That mm-hmm. Yeah, she. I've always liked, I really do like her. And I think she has a very likable way about her. Yeah, I agree with that. And I was coming to this thinking, I was, I was just thinking about her and, and kind of wondering like how much range does she have? Because in most, most things I've seen her in her sitcoms and that kind of stuff, but I think she does a, a good job with, with the dramatic scenes in this yeah. and, and more than anything, I think the, their chemistry and their dynamic is really strong. Yeah. Like, I don't think she'll win an Oscar for her dramatic acting in this, but no. I think it was, it was solid. So yeah, I, I was a fan of her too. She holds her own. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I think so. Which <laughs> next to Bill Murray can't, can't be an easy task. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like not only holds her own, but I think they shine together uh, in, in a lot of these scenes. Yeah. Their chemistry really does well because I think Rashida Jones is just a very, um, she just feels like a very natural, real person. Mm -hmm. And I think she plays natural dialogue really well, especially in this movie. And in the scenes with Bill Murray, it's kind of fun to see like old schoolness and this just kind of very natural modern day person Mm -hmm. interacting. And I think that's what makes their chemistry work. At first I was like, I don't, at first, I was like, I hope these two have chemistry. And then as it went on, I was like, oh, I think this is this is working. Mm-hmm. They, I think they do well at, um, she does well at reacting to the things he says, even if she doesn't. There's, I remember there's one line where he says something. I don't remember what he says something. And she says, wow, that would be perfect for you or something. <laughs> and the way she reads it is so layered to like, okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah yeah, i think she does a good job there's one of my favorite lines in it she says it's after he talks his way out of the ticket uh, which that that scene is really funny to me because i i felt like it was pretty predictable like what was going to happen he's going to charm his way out of this and yet it was still so fun to watch it even though i knew it was going to happen because bill murray does turn on that charm so well and that scene too shows this i think this movie makes no bones about like he's a very privileged person. He's really rich. All these people have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Especially Bill Murray, and and um, he's he's unaware of his privilege in a way that that probably Rashida yeah. Jones and and her husband aren't. Yeah. But yeah, in that scene, towards the end, after after he smooshes the cop and they get out of it, uh, she says to him, "It must be very nice to be you," and he says, "I wouldn't have it any other way." <laughs> that was such a perfect yeah. little distillation of their relationship and his character yeah it was that was a, that was a really funny scene that he just knew some dad some <laughs> his dad or something yeah. and i that was a very classic um old man older man and in, in the city kind of thing which is funny yeah. and yeah he yeah i like i like that he's like unaware of how 
think he schmoozes his way out of things pretty easily mm-hmm. and has a lot of privilege in his life. And um, I like how Rashida can like point it out to him, but he, then he will still come back with the snarky line. Yeah. And, yeah. It's just funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, how familiar are you with Sofia Coppola at like her other films? Um, and how does this compare mm-hmm. for you? Uh, I can actually list them really quick just for, for the listeners. Let me uh, pull yeah. up. her filmography and i'll tell which ones i've seen because i haven't seen all of her movies but i think about half of them or something i've missed like a few of them um when you read them i'll so her i think her breakout or her first feature was the virgin suicides which i have actually not seen but then uh i've seen lost in lost in translation which i love i saw that in college and i really really love that one marie antoinette i've seen but it's been a long time and I, i don't remember too much about it um and then somewhere, and then the bling ring, mm. and I think mm. that's all her. Oh, and the beguiled was her most recent. Okay, so I haven't I haven't seen the bling ring, but I've seen I've seen yeah I love I like um, Virgin Suicides is great. Lost in Translation is fan. Lost in Translation was the it was a movie I remember when I first watched it. I think I watched it when did I watch it in high school maybe, and I think it was one of the the first times I really got to see the dynamics of coloring in a movie. Mm, yeah. I like a way a movie's colored, what colors it's using. And I, I mean, we subconsciously notice this stuff all the time when we grow up watching movies, but I think that movie was the first time I had noticed from a modern contemporary movie, mm-hmm. like the coloring really having an effect on the mood. Yeah. Those city lights and neons and yeah. Yeah. You always have those movies when you when you kind of when you're in that high school college phase that you start when you're watching them you start noticing things that have always been there but mm-hmm. you're really noticing them yeah. and Lost in Translation was one of those movies and I think all the coloring on all of our movies are great. Uh, Somewhere is great. Yeah, uh, I, like I saw the well. Beguiled. I saw the Beguiled a few years ago. I remember I went alone to see it <laughs> and at, at the rave. I remember and I just remember not really having a good time watching it sure. it was kind of it's a little too bleak for me but um this movie i really um i i i i've enjoyed i really enjoyed i think it's it's very different than i think people people always jump the gun on movies when they're like about to come out because they're like oh sofia coppola and bill murray are back together it's going to be mm-hmm. like lost in translation yeah just very different movies lost in translation is a little more of a mood film yeah environment film and on the rocks is a little more of like a hangout movie you know fun time yeah so it's very it's very different and i like that she has that great range Mm -hmm. i think on the rocks is definitely more my kind of movie Mm. uh than lost in translation but i you know still think lost in translation is your masterpiece yeah so i think it 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 just adds to the catalog of her range i think yeah i agree it does feel different uh of the ones i've seen so i've not seen virgin suicides or the bling ring or the beguiled but i've seen the the others it feels lighter in a lot of ways i think even though it's not the lightest movie ever like it's there's some heaviness there but um yeah, it I do it has a lot in common, I think, with Lost in Translation, like you're saying, obviously Bill Murray and a, a female, even though the relationship dynamic is really different. Um, but then yeah. it, it reminded me of Somewhere, too, in that um, 
I feel like it's the old, the old guy, the older yeah, kind of that, that too. Yeah. Like old school guy. Yeah. For sure. I didn't think of that, but yeah, I was going to say just the way you got to really pay attention to the details. Like I think someone could watch, someone could watch somewhere. And this is the thing I heard and say like, nothing happens in that movie you know and and i think you could almost yeah. say the same thing about on the rocks like the plot is and there's a lot of plotty things that happen but it's um more about the subtext yeah i think so yeah, yeah. And, and it does it feels slighter maybe than than a lot of her other things but um yeah i really enjoyed it and, I, and she said in some interviews too like she was just in the mood for something lighter to to, to, to create and yeah. and that's what we good god that's what we needed this year right is <laughs> something a little thank, lighter <laughs> thank i that's what i was gonna say yeah. like in a year i don't you know i this this is the kind of we sometimes we need to pal around with bill murray <laughs> and drink cocktails in a movie yeah. and just have a good time you know not everything's got to be so bleak yeah exactly while still having some depth to it which is what's perfect because it is it's so light and breezy but there's still some things to to hang on to there's still humanity yeah, I, I, I totally agree. She made a, a Netflix special, which I've also not seen, called A Very Murray Christmas, which, which has Bill Murray in it. And apparently Rashida... Oh, I have seen that, too. Yeah, it's pretty fun. She said uh, that she noticed that Rashida Jones and him just had a, a good chemistry making that. So she, I didn't realize she was in that until I read mm. that earlier today. But um, And that was another reason she put them together uh, in this, which I thought was interesting. But, yeah. I forgot about a very Murray Christmas. <laughs> I need to watch it. I mean, it's Christmas time now. I can pull it out and, and put it on. It's on Netflix, I think. There's a great moment. The great thing, uh, when we were talking about a very Murray Christmas, I also think that Bill Murray in this movie has a lot of moments where he he's like singing. Hmm. And Bill Murray used to do that character on SNL where he was like the crooner singing. <laughs> and I like that he does... I like that he kind of does a little bit of that that stuff in this movie. And there's a really great scene where he's when they go to the resort and he's singing with this group and there's a guy playing guitar and he just it's just it's like a moment where he's like singing and there's a lot of like passion in the way he's singing and it's yeah. really a magical moment. Yeah. And I feel like that's a theme with Bill Murray. He has some moments where he, you know, you feel like there's a crooner in him that yeah. wants to come out. <laughs> yeah. That is a great moment. It's so sweet. And I, like, I really enjoyed it. Well, at the same time, you can kind of see why Rashida Jones would like roll her eyes a little bit at it just because like it's her yeah. dad. Well, dad's being dad again. And it, so it captures both of those things. Yeah. But yeah, I really, I thought it was uh, a great moment in the movie too. Yeah. One more thing I want to say about this movie is just I think the writing of it is really solid. So we've talked a lot about how it kind of pits mm-hmm. uh, old school versus modern a little bit and, and just the, the characters of these two people together. But I think it does a good yeah. job, too, of kind of really putting us into Rashida Jones headspace, um, which I think a lot of that's in the performance, but probably a lot of it's in the script, too. Like it opens um, with... I think it's his voice saying, uh, don't give your heart to any boys. And like, you feel that there's, it's immediately yeah. gendered into like this, um, pr- protective remember father. You are mine. Yeah. I remember you're mine. And, yeah. uh, this father daughter relationship and, um, just immediately bringing to mind, like in a, when you get married, you leave your parents to some degree. And like that, that father daughter relationship can be, um, a beautiful thing, but also kind of tricky at that moment of marriage right it's it's a kind of a weird thing and then yeah. early on too she's watching tv and she sees chris rock and he's talking about how he's making jokes about how 
married people don't have sex as much as unmarried people yeah yeah, yeah. and so it's, it's immediately bringing to yeah. like bring to mind marriage and like marital problems so that was a clever way to do that and then that moment at the beginning when she yeah. first starts to um suspect is really yeah. well done i think yeah her husband comes home which is uh yeah. marlon wayans who's really good here too in a, in a dramatic role marlon wayans doesn't get enough credit he's a he's a great actor he's good in requiem for a dream too when he's when he's not doing the scary movie movies or the uh what was that one he made it was like sex tuplets or whatever or <laughs> I think a lot of those when he's silly comedies when he's not doing those spoof the the parody movies like the spoof movies he when he does dramatic stuff he's really good yeah yeah and he's great in this and he so he comes home from a business trip and like immediately starts kind of kissing her and getting frisky a little and she yeah. says hi and then he like pulls back and looks at her like 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 he doesn't recognize her for a second or he's really shocked for some reason and he goes to sleep which is such a weird little moment but like immediately she's thinking he thought it was someone else and like and we're thinking that and uh, i just thought that was a really good way and a creative way to to set up the initial kind of conflict of this and um yeah and i think it does a good job too We, we don't need to spoil the ending i guess but um the all the reasons she's suspicious like it really takes us on that ride too of like is he or isn't he cheating on yeah. her and i think it that yeah. that part of it is well well written it's it's subtle enough that it's not uh obvious one way yeah. or the other and yeah and much like the thin man i think it does the mystery and comedy kind of well mm. and sets up the mystery well and and it, it takes the the audience kind of on a little trip yeah um and, and a ride uh yeah the writing is is fantastic and the the dialogue is fun there's another line i was remembering where she mentions a hotel he's staying at and bill murray goes raise your hand if that sounds suspicious and i just think that's a great line (laughs) yeah it's so funny too like he's this businessman so he knows all the hotels in london he's like oh i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't go there on a business trip you know like so he just has all this weird knowledge because he's such an old school new york businessman uh there's another line i just thought of too that um she says that since she uh was pregnant for the first time she uh forgot how to like she can't whistle like she can't she, she's trying but mm. she can't and he's just he just thinks that's so weird and he says no kid of mine is gonna stop whistling and it's just such a funny mm. bill murray delivery that uh yeah that moment just really made me laugh it's such a weird little thing but yeah well that yeah. is on the rocks it sounds like we both recommend this pretty highly yeah i think it's a great you know, it's a really good, um, I, I describe it, it's, it's a good movie to watch with your mom. I think it's a yeah. good mom movie. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It feels, it's pretty, like, not family friendly, like, pretty for the tame. kids, but, like, yeah, for, for like, yeah. grown grown folks going to the movie together. Uh, or I could see this for a date night or something, like, it's, it's uh, um, yeah. it, again, it's light without being you know frivolous i think it, it does it has some some good yeah. weight to it it's probably i'm trying to think like i don't know if this is going to be in like my top of the year it might be because i do think it's really strong mm-hmm. but um yeah anyway we'll see how that pans out but i do think it's a really uh, it's a good movie yeah apple tv they're doing interesting stuff yes oh yeah an a24 which is interesting their, their first uh 
partnership together with with a24 made this movie i think they have a, a contract with a24 to do like four more movies or three more movies or something and this was the first one so okay, good partnership so far That's a24 is releasing all their movies on hbo max i'm just kidding um, <laughs> Yoish. I, i'm so interested to see what <laughs> happens with all of that like oof, we'll see yeah <laughs> well thanks so much for coming back on the podcast james i think it's been a great discussion no and problem. Uh, yeah i'd love to have you back andrew it is always a pleasure well thank you so much Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Art House Garage. We've got a few years worth of episodes now, and you can hear all of those in your podcast app of choice. If you want to support Art House Garage, leave a rating or review in your podcast app, or you can buy an Art House Garage t-shirt at arthousegarage.com shop. Stay in the loop about Art House Garage and the films we're covering by subscribing to our email newsletter at arthousegarage.com subscribe, or you can email me directly, andrew at arthousegarage.com. And of course, follow on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Just search at Arthouse Garage in all those places or find links in the show notes. And that will do it for this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. And until next time, keep it snob free.